Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and good evening to another Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily right here on Wrestle 2. Thank you so much for joining us on this Friday night, as I like to call it, Friday Night Insight, because we have one of our favourite news whizzes with us today in Louis Dangle, the Wrestle Talk prodigy. How are you, my friend? No, I'm really good. Really, really good. Looking forward to next week, obviously, with Christmas, with your sporting your Christmas hat. Um, TLC on Sunday, which actually has some pretty good matches. Um, SmackDown tonight, which has, has been a great show for a number of weeks. So, yeah, thumbs up all round from me. Nothing much to complain about here. Yeah, that's always a good way to live, Lou. Um, you know, I've actually had my haircut and I'm still wearing I mean, this. It's, so. it's a bit sharp, your haircut. I quite like it. Let me tell you, look, look there's a skin fade going on here oh, and all sorts. I'll tell check you what. it out. I tell, I'm trying to make. Trying to make myself younger than I actually am. Um, mm. No, I, I, I need this cut was like supremely overdue. And when I had AJ today, I thought, right, that's it. I need to go. But then, you know, like when you've had long hair for a while and then the hairdresser goes, yeah, I'm going to take like this much off. And you go, yeah, mate, go on, get it off. Go on, wipe it off. And then he starts taking it off. You're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> that might well, be it's, too much. It's when, it, yeah, he's doing it and he's like, oh, we'll take off like that much. And you're like, yeah, it's nothing. You go, that looks fine. Yeah, and then he's doing it, and you look at, and I, I so I when I, they obviously take my glasses off, so I can't see, but I can see rough like shapes, and I'm like, that looks short, but I can't, I don't know, is it short? And then you can't tell them it's too short because what can they do? Stick your hair back on? Yeah, it's done. You know, mm, you've got, you got, you, you got to eat it from then on. So exactly. there you go. Uh, so you just, it's like, yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, but yeah, thank you very much. Um, anyway, mm. thank you so much, guys. Again. For joining us, you know what I'm going to tell you right now. Ultra Chats, get them in. We've already got a couple in the chamber ready for us to get into. But I would love you to give Louis and I some topics to discuss tonight and get, sink our teeth into. You know what to do. It's wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestle2. Hit those lovely opinions over to the even lovelier mods and they will tell us the good stuff. We will get it on the show. It will be read and we will debate you can have that guaranteed. Um, so please do get involved. It's my favourite part of the show. And while you're here, you might as well subscribe to Wrestle2. You might as well. And then you might as well make your way over to Twitter. You know, like your Ric Flair touring the territories back in the day. Get over to Twitter and uh, like Wrestle2 and follow some of the tremendous people that are in the community here uh, at the Wrestling Daily. Some of my regulars that I love 
so very dearly because they are what are they louis good eggs they are good good eggs they are good eggs i'm glad you knew it yeah so sammy callahan unfortunately uptown avondale uh although that's a great pun sammy callahan slash almac are gone dead done done so that the fringe is is tight now there you go Mm. there you go there you go. Get back up there. No, I'm not going to attempt it. I'm going to, I'm going to save, save, save some dignity. <laughs> of which I have none. Right, <laughs> let's get into some uh, Friday night news. And uh, you can see in the title we're talking about Matt Riddle's contract. Whose contract? Riddle's contract. Uh, yeah, who? Well, how dare he keep that Christian name? Uh, and uh, on the strength of that, it's surprising to me they, you know, WWE still continue to let contracts get this close to lapsing. I know it's not like imminent. It's like mm. it's like eight months away. But still, if you were a football club, bad comparison to make, you wouldn't let like uh, someone you thought had a lot of potential get within eight months of leaving, especially in this climate when AEW and everyone are snapping up talent. Conversely, Matt Riddle is a guy who a few months ago, Many people were thinking he might be lucky to have a job. So what a turnaround, Lou. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. In ter- I know in terms of football that you've got that six-month period. So yeah, like in the Premier League, say you've got a Premier League club, right? Like Liverpool player, if he wants to leave, he's got like in January, if his contract expires in um, June, he can talk to foreign clubs in January. I'm not sure with wrestling when that period is, like when you can talk to other companies. So if three months is still fine, then it's fine. I mean, this is eight months. So Riddle's contract is up in August 2021. And Dave Meltzer is reporting on the latest Wrestling Observer Radio that uh, he's in the process of renegotiating a new deal with WWE. The deal was reportedly going to be for £400,000 per year with uh, £50,000 for every Saudi Arabia show. Uh, the details have not been confirmed. The deal's not been confirmed, but it's very much expected that he's going to stay. And it doesn't surprise me that WWE is willing to offer him a deal like this. Uh, they've been booking him really well recently. I, th- for my money, I know it's been a bit divisive, but I think it's working well. He's getting over in what he's doing with the backstage segments. He's in a feud with Hurt Business, preparing to face Bobby Lashley, who we've said on the show before is one of probably the most protected wrestlers in WWE right now. Um, and I'm enjoying the work he's doing. So, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm obviously hoping to see Riddle in WWE for some more time. How about you? Are you are you excited to see him pen a new contract? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've said this before. Um, a year or 18 months ago, I thought that Riddle... I was about to say Matt Riddle again. Riddle and Velveteen Dream, to me had the most upside of anyone in the whole company in terms of, well, and and Bianca Blair. Those three, to me, were like, in terms of potential and and to become superstars, like at the top, at the highest level, I had them all in there. You know, Bianca Blair, still there, right? But Velveteen Dream and Riddle, of course, have made their own problems over the past few months. And that has made it hard to kind of invest and get excited about them. You know, Velveteen Dream is... I don't worse like you know what I'm trying to say it's like it's it to me it's difficult it's 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 a difficult one to to talk about and navigate but I feel totally detached 
from him. Um, if, if we're just talking about Riddle's work and what he's been doing on Raw, and some people are like, oh, you know, they're putting him into a comedy spot, which is never great, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I think it's all right. He's getting, he's getting time and his personality is showing and he is like anyone who's ever interviewed him, like I have a couple of times. He's extremely affable, likable, mm. funny. He's yeah. got a lot of charisma um, and it's showing on TV and I don't think that hurts him at all. I think a lot of people are saying, oh, WWE is making him say like these weird bits. For me, and I've never interviewed him, but from what I understand of him, um, I think I've actually spoken to him in passing once, but it wasn't it wasn't a uh, it was a progress show it wasn't an interview i think he's probably very much like how he's acting on tv at the moment i think that's probably very much him i don't think he's probably been given a lot uh, of like oh say this say that scripted verbiage um listen it's uh, people are going to have their issues with it and understandably so with what's gone on over the last year but in terms of his in ring work and his like he's had great two great matches with Sheamus over the past couple of weeks like two, probably two of the best WWE TV matches in some time Ooh. uh his feud with or oh, you, you disagree well AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan have got something to say about that okay so when i said sometime <laughs> i meant sort of the the thunderdome recent era. memory okay yeah re- recent memory and uh, that that is one of my favorite matches of the year AJ and Daniel Bryan so i can't disagree with that um but yeah I, i'm enjoying the work he's doing at the moment and i think a feud with Bobby Lashley which i guess we'll get into talking about now dave melts is also reporting that the plan is for Riddle to face Bobby Lashley at the Royal Rumble in a United States Championship match, which I think could be fantastic, like a really nice style if they play it in a way that suits like both former MMA background, uh, I think could be really cool. And I, I wouldn't actually be that surprised to see Riddle maybe win the US title there. Well, I mean, Bobby Lashley is as protected as anyone in WWE at the moment. But if they do play into riddle and the serious side that he's got and his obviously legitimate background plausibly he could be him in, in, in a wwe world i mean like ufc world i think riddle was a middleweight and obviously lashley is a bulky heavyweight um that's you know that's unlikely in, in a real life scenario but still uh in wwe it's feasible so yeah i would like to see that and, and see how that pans out i yeah. you know as far as the the actual report goes in terms of the money and things of that nature and the 50 grand for Saudi Arabia shows and, and whatnot. I don't know the specifics, to be honest. Uh, I don't. Um, I've heard, obviously, some people's contracts. I remember hearing Edge's the details of Edge's deal when he returned uh, and reporting them, in fact. I, um, I, I couldn't comment because I haven't dug into that. But, uh, you know, I, I would have thought they got paid a... I, I wouldn't have thought. Bad. I wouldn't have thought the Saudi Arabia shows were a flat rate, um, but maybe they are because they're kind of predetermined how much Saudi Arabia are paying for them. So, so do you know how a report came out? It was actually from the Mirror that someone I've actually spoke to a few people, and it's not too far off the truth. Jinder Mahal's on nine hundred thousand a year, apparently. He probably signed that contract at exactly the right time, and you know when that was. Mm. I mean, but, wow. But also, right. wow. a lot of people were getting bumps, as we know, when the Fox money and the Saudi, the Saudi Arabia money came in. You know, yeah. they were paying Mike um, Canellis like 500k a year. That's mental. He was doing mm. nothing. And there's nothing against Mike Mike Bennett, Canellis. Nothing against him. You know, or not, not saying that he's not worth money, but 
for what he was doing in that company. That is mental. Yeah, for the for how he was being used, it's crazy. Like they weren't doing anything with him, and they were paying him like half a million a year, which is crazy. And I think they were playing Maria the same, or yeah. very close to that. So that's a million a year for doing nothing, which is crazy. For doing a couple um, of cuckold angles on Raw, and that's that's not us saying that they're not worth that money. Because if they were booked properly, they would more than be worth that money. But it's how they were being used didn't warrant that sort of payment, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm listen. Alex Smith says, but Jinder does bring in a big crowd from India. He sure does, Alex. Until you take Triple H over there and beat him, don't worry about that. As champion, he was beaten as well. I just want to let you. I think he dropped the title by then. I had had he. I don't know. He was. I he think was, the tour was in the December, and he dropped the title a few months before. Was it in December? I thought it was summer. That's my mind. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Canadian Jinder Mahal, um, indeed, is a big draw. Of Indian descent. Of Indian descent, of course. But uh, nonetheless, Triple H will go over there and be you. He will. Don't think he won't. Uh, let's. Keep it moving here. Let's see if there are some ultra chats for us to get to. And I know that there are. And there's some WWE ones here. Mike Jensen is the first out of the traps today. Hey, Mike. It's not Matthew. He's he's there, but he's not first. I'm only, you know, I'm going with what the mod mother says, right? Uh, Mike Jensen. Thank you for joining us on this Friday, my friend. Hope you are well today, he says. Since SmackDown is on FS1 tonight, do you see any more reactions from Vince if their ratings tonight are worse than AEW? Is it comparable since they're both on cable this week? Uh, Well, I mean, I don't think it's ever directly comparable if it's not on the same night. Um, You know, there's lots of variables in what other sport is going on, what other TV shows are going on. Friday nights, I know not now because we're entering tier three. Um, but in America, traditionally, of course, you, there's a lot of things you might want to do on a Friday night apart from sitting and watch wrestling. So um, I don't know if it's directly comparable, but when uh, SmackDown have been on FS1 in the past, they have done a lower number. So WWE yeah. will be bracing themselves for that. I did see something a minute ago, and I just tweeted it. The Rock is going to be on Talking Smack tonight. Um, kind of is the way I put that. I think I believe it's a pre-recorded interview with Fox that they are then putting on to Talking Smack. Still intriguing that they're doing that, though, because the co-host of that show is who, Louis? Paul, Paul Heyman. Exactly. Paul Heyman. You see, you see well, where I'm going. I had a brain fart, had a brain uh, fart there. Uh, it was Scott Steiner-esque, that was, Louis. Um, now, you see where I'm going with this, right? The Rock is having... This pre-recorded interview, presumably Fox might ask him something about Roman Reigns. And then Paul Heyman might have something to say. So just when we thought The Rock might be out of the picture. Alex. But listen, there's reasons they do these things, Luke. I'm sorry, bud. I'm sorry, bud. Listen, I don't want you to get your hopes up. But get Goldberg. Yeah, I know we're getting Goldberg. I know that. (laughs) I actually had a, uh, a source tell me directly yesterday. I nearly ran it today. Um that it is Goldberg. So like, yeah, I know that we, you know, I know that there was a shortlist that even Louis reported last week. Um, as far as I know, it, it, it is Goldberg. Um, yeah. So I, but still, uh, my curiosity is peaked. Mm. I, I no, imagine, no. I imagine that, you know, there's a reason that they've lined it up the way they have and Heyman will have something to say and it should be very good. I, 
it, it, it might be one of those things that they just plant the seeds and it's not for this mania, it's for whatever. But either way, very interesting. I will, I will, I mean, I watch Talking Smack anyway because it's bloody great, but um, mm. I will, I will catch it, especially for the great one, my man. Let's move on Is to it, Matthew. I was just going to say very oh, quickly. Um, so AW got eight hundred and six thousand viewers uh, on on uh, on Wednesday. Uh, when WWE moves SmackDown over to Fox, or sort of is forced to move, it's not really a choice on them. Um, they normally get around eight hundred and eighty thousand. I think first year was eight hundred eighty-eight. Second thousand was eight hundred and eighty. Um, so it probably will be slightly more, maybe around that same figure. But what I heard around the time, and I think it was even reported by Dave Meltzer. Uh, around the time of the World Series, uh, so around the time that WWE had to move SmackDown over to Fox, uh, to FS1 from Fox this year, that they don't take too much stock into these into this week's ratings. I mean, it's a show that has been moved off its usual platform. FS1 is considerably smaller than Fox, um, so I don't think that there'll be too many reactionary changes from this one. But in terms of reactionary changes following Raw, I think that is going to be more alarming to WWE than a potential FS1 uh, drop-off. Yeah, um, as far as how Raw, you know, WWE are reacting to Raw, um, I actually did hear something of how USA have reacted to those ratings and what they want to see from WWE. And that is a report I'll be putting out shortly. So I should be sharing that with people tomorrow. I wrote it today, but it didn't end up going out because I was waiting for some final comments from different people. Remember, you don't just go on one source. Um, so I will drop that tomorrow, I believe. Uh, anyway, so I, I think, yeah, Louis hit the, the nail on the head there. W, WWE last time knew there was going to be a drop-off, and you know they expect it this time as well. It's just part and parcel of moving on to a smaller station. So I don't think they're going to treat it like direct no. competition. But at the same time, SmackDown is more than holding its own the last few months. And that will happen when you've got a hot Roman Reigns and Sasha Banks on the show. That will happen. So we'll see um, how things move and progress past TLC. CM Chris says, so Alex is wearing the hat as he didn't get the haircut like he was supposed to. What is this hubris? What is this hubris you're talking about? Look, there he is. Fresh. Fresh. It's sharp. Very fresh. Mm. Come on, CM Chris. Appreciate the hair, brother. I'm just trying to be festive. Very sharp. I mean, I do understand what he means in terms of um, people having like putting on hats to hide the to hide the haircut. You saw a lot of that during lockdown. People were ha wearing hats to hide awful haircuts. But um, yeah, it'd be, be fair, my hair has been um, my hair has been pretty inexcusable lately, and I uh, have do been doing my best to hide it. So. Uh, I forgive you, Sam Chris. I forgive you for that um, accusation, <laughs> for want of a better term. Let's, uh, as I was about to do, Lou, let's pivot to the next Ultra Chat. Mom 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Matthew McCoskey has dropped in and... Uh, if he doesn't say bang brains in there, I'll be, I'm going to be upset. I don't think he has. Feeling generous, he says. One of two today. Something I'd love to see. It's the rumble. The person's music hits. Crowd is chanting, Joe, 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 Joe. And Samoa Joe has returned. Samoan versus Samoan. The promos would absolutely kill. Cena and Roman also. Joe could put Roman o- hella over. Um yeah, like I mean, I've, I think I've said this before. I think Samoa Joe and Roman as characters have amazing chemistry um, in the ring. They had some so-so matches, didn't they? Like, let's be honest. Um, uh, but the, obviously, the dynamic has changed now, where Roman's the heel um, and badass babyface Samoa Joe. I can get behind, so maybe that would work. And you know, you play in the Samoan storyline on top of that where you know which is obviously an extra layer so i i i'd be cool with it i want to see samoa joe back more than anything else um so i just yeah either way i'm i would be cool with that but i'm not certain of your scenario because roman won't be in the rumble (laughs) so you mean samoa joe win the rumble i assume is what you mean Uh, and, and in which case yes i'm also okay with that i mean it's better than goldberg put it that way um, but yeah, Samoa hasn't been on TV. His last match was February 10th. So it's like, it's been well, a he's while. Been, he's been on TV, but I know what you mean. Yeah, been on TV. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Not, not in a wrestling capacity yes. uh, for a long while, which is obviously unfortunate. Um, I don't even think like it's quite close guarded in terms of what's going on. I think probably because Joe's quite old school, so he's probably not going to tell anyone anything. No. Um, so it's it's not a lot of people have reported anything about him. It's very unclear what his status is. Obviously, I hope and I'm sure you share in these assessments, everything is uh, all right with him. He's happy and he's healthy. Uh, but I mean, Joe is one of the best promos in WWE. I'd probably put him up there in top two or three. Uh, the promo battles between him and Roman have been insane. 
Uh, obviously, Joe is one of the only Samoans to wrestle for WWE that isn't part of the NOI family, so that could be a cool avenue to take. Uh, yes. Maybe sort of a SummerSlam feud could be really cool between those two. Uh, the babyface and heel dynamic switch. Yeah, I'd definitely be interested in seeing it. Uh, I'd just be interested in seeing Samoa Joe do anything, really. I mean, a heel Samoa Joe against Drew McIntyre could be really cool. Uh, anything wow, really yeah. involving Samoa Joe could be a babyface against Sami Zayn in the IC title picture. Anything with Samoa Joe, I'm really interested in. So, um, I yeah, want to see always... that man get his due. Mm. I, I want to see him win that world title run. run. I want to see it. Just give him one, man. Um, and he's more than earned it. He's like compared to some of the people that have been WWE champion. Like I'm not going to mention names, but his name. Everyone knew what I was going to say. Uh, he is more than earned it through years of hard work, through years of uh, being part of some of the best matches in, in Ring of Honor, TNA, Impact, uh, even NXT. Uh, yeah, he's more than earned it. So obviously, uh, hoping to see him back, uh, fit and healthy in 2021. Uh, yeah. Oh, Wendy, I think um, he will, you know, he's found his calling like in terms of a job for life in WWE because uh, as far as I'm aware, they everyone loves him on commentary backstage. Vince is a fan. Um, I think obviously you don't need me to tell you I'm a massive fan of Joe on commentary. I think him and uh, Tom, he, like the way he calls Tom everything that he does, um, is, is a great pairing as well. So, yeah, he's, I'd love to see him back in the ring. And he did say on Tyler Wilde's, Tyler, Taylor Wilde's podcast, you know, the ex uh, Impact Knockouts champ, that he is going to look, he is looking to get back, right? It's just a case of getting cleared and finding the spot and the right moment to do so. It could be yeah. the Rumble. Um, but I would presume that his injury problems have cleared up because I believe that he had a concussion following the advert that he'd done for WWE, um, where he'd banged his head. And he's had a few other niggling issues, but he's been out a while now, as Louis says, hasn't been in the ring. So, yeah. Let's all just hope and pray Samoa Joe comes back and does his thing once again. Bo Hill! Hey, man. Uh, WWE promising reactionary changes. Any thoughts on what the new terrible ideas we might see? Oh, God, I don't know. Um, juggling? I've got, I've, got a, I've got a fear. I've got a big fear. Go on. I think AJ's winning the title on Sunday. Not they not. like to pin it on the Why world champion. Unfortunately. Why would that be a big fear? Oh, because I, I, I just don't want to see Drew drop the title so soon. Like, no, nothing, nor, nor do I, but... Nothing against AJ. Like, it wouldn't be the worst thing. But, um, and like, if, if Drew hadn't dropped the title to Randy at Hell in a Cell, I'd be like, you know what? Maybe uh, AJ is the person to win the title off him. But, uh, like, doing it the next, like, two pay-per-views after he lost it, not ideal. Um... I really like Drew. Like I really like AJ. I think they're both great. I just don't know whether it's the right time to do it. Uh, but I do think that could be a reactionary change because WWE, unfortunately, has a history of pinning ratings on the, the world champion and being, all right, the world champion isn't the draw. So I hope that isn't the case because Drew, it's, it's, it, Drew isn't the problem here. The problem here is crappy writing. I mean, for the record, I'm not saying you're saying this. I know you're just going off history. I've heard nothing to no, to say any anything negative about Drew. I, from what I understand, no. everyone's delighted with how he's come on this oh, year. Yeah, um, yeah. I, and... I even reported that like WWE, everyone in, in WWE loves him. Everyone in WWE thinks he's done the media he's done, the everything he's done is fantastic. So I don't know. I I haven't heard anything. It's more just something I could see WWE doing. <laughs> Vince, yeah. Vince going like the ratings are low. 
put the title on AJ to get like some to get to give you a reason to tune in on Monday. Yeah, as if AJ's. I don't know. Anyway, what I will say that is going against that argument would be, you know, when they say the champion draws. Well, that would also mean house shows. There's been none of those this year for like yeah. the last nine months. Um, you know, it's very hard to gauge other than the raw rating, which can't solely be put down to Drew McIntyre because if you actually look back the last four or five years now, the trend is like that. Like it's got nothing to do with you know who's the champion at what time. Well, it's well, the, it's the, it's the product, unfortunately. So there you have it. Um, right. Drew, Drew is a Drew, Drew is the, like the, the issue here. No one, is going, no one is going at um, uh, 7 p.m. on a Sunday. I can't be bothered to watch Raw because Drew's champion. That is not why people aren't watching Raw. They're going, I can't be bothered to watch a three-hour show with crappy Miz and Morrison comedy, Lana stuff that doesn't make sense, Keith Lee losing. Like That's why people aren't watching Raw, because the product is, quite frankly, shite. Adam Pearson, wow. Adam Pearson says, I remember when Joe turned up in NXT, I marked out so much, I stole the dog and she pooped. Wow. I mean, I, I, Adam, I need to see this kind of energy. Uh, <laughs> that must have been some real vigorous stuff. Do you know what? I actually bring this up to say this. I am going to view a dog tomorrow. There's a fact for you. Um, after my, my remarks the other day, my missus has been pressuring me ridiculously. To go in fact she's kind of manipulated me into it if, if truth be told she really has um not that i'm that mad at it because i do want to do it but uh yeah we're gonna go look at it tomorrow uh, we're taking the girls so i've pretty much resigned myself to the fact that i'm buying this dog because because you cannot say you, you, i know you and you'll turn into a little softy when you see this dog with your girls i mean yeah even without the girls probably but you know them mm. them being added to it yeah, I'm pretty much a grand down, aren't I? So there you have it. Uh, let's get on to uh, the other bit of news that was in the headline, right? So it's not a guy I particularly relish talking about, but Lars Sullivan uh, has been making the news because he's not been at the shows recently and he wasn't a part of the uh, big man back to the PC uh, training schedule that Vincent Mann put together. So where is he is what people are asking, Louis. So he's just so good at his job that WWE thinks he's damaging Roman Reigns, uh, obviously in jest. Uh, Dave Meltzer has said in the Wrestling Observer radio that uh, Lars Sullivan... Um, so basically, WWE is uh, thinking that Sullivan was taken off SmackDown. Their, 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 think, their reason behind it was so they don't have two top heels they're trying to push in the moment in the form of Roman Reigns and Sullivan. Um, which is why he was taken off TV. Some speculated it was because of the um, some of the comments he made uh, that had emerged on social media, some of the things that have come out about him uh, over the last, how long has it been? A year now? Stuff just keeps coming out. Yeah. So um, I think it was like the day, like he returned on the Friday and on the Sunday night, I remember this. It was about 1 a.m. and none of us were working and something else came up on Twitter. So we're all having, oh God, what time? So we all were... Uh, put it on the website. But no, obviously, I think a lot of people suggested it was that. I mean, based on the fact Jackson Riker returned on Raw this week, I didn't think that was the reason. Um, but yeah, that's the reason. Uh, thankfully, WWE chose Roman over Lars, because that's, that's a good sign. Because <laughs> that's a choice. Right. Uh, I yeah. mean, listen, I... I, I, um, I 
even if I don't agree with the reason why, the fact that we aren't seeing him on TV, like I wasn't enjoying seeing him on TV, on TV. So the fact we aren't works fine for me. But um, I mean, Ringside News uh, even have reported that Sullivan, and I, and I know, listen, a lot of people muddy Ringside News, and rightly so, because they have had some shockers over the years. But we can't take away from the fact that over the last couple of months, they have been on the money with a lot of their backstage reports. I know uh, they reported one of them just off the top of my head that Becky Lynch was at SmackDown backstage with you, which you then corroborated. Uh, and they reported that last summer had begrudgingly, but but had to. Um, they even reported that. Um, uh, uh, Lars Sullivan hasn't been attending SmackDown tapings at all over the last couple of weeks. So it um, looks like there's a conscious effort to keep him off TV. It isn't like a week-by-week week thing where they decide, they bring him and then they decide we're not going to use you. Let me just uh, interject quickly here. Uh, have you noticed my new format for interrupting? Just there you go, Lou. Uh, yeah, like, like, you know, like, like we're back in school. Um, I Ringside News are terrible people. I... I they are. They're dreadful. I, the, the meme that they put up of Sonya Deville and the uh, Home Invader, I thought was fucking dreadful. Like, and I don't. I'll pull no punches there. That make that just terrible, awful human beings who would make light of something so terrifying. If you've actually read what happened to Sonya and Mandy that night, is not a joke at all. Um, so, yeah, fuck them in that degree. But also. Louis right. When the people are right, when they're accurate, they're accurate. Cool. Like, you know, I'll give them their props. They um, they have got some stuff backstage uh, right recently, but I'm never going to like them because I just think the people running there are pretty disingenuous and terrible. There you go. You're more than entitled to that opinion, and it's not one I disagree with in the slightest. But yeah, um, it has made it hard because on the they are they are breaking a lot of stories at the moment. So mm. you almost you don't you don't want to credit them, but you've got to because of sort of. Media, media integrity and we, we yeah. you and I I'll, ne- I'll never be petty if they like, if they get something right then like like I said with the Becky thing I'm, I'm more you know I support good work and whatnot I just don't, they're just not good people yeah simply there's a difference no I do agree with that um so yeah in terms of this story I can 100% see it Vince is probably like all right I can push one top heel and that's Roman and based on how Roman is probably the top character in wrestling right now along with Kenny Omega right choice happy to see it yeah, imagine imagine that it was a choice. I'm imagining them sitting around the table going, you know, with these Lars vignettes, they're really taking off. Because <laughs> those interviews were absolutely horrendous uh, that mm. Lars Sullivan did. Yeah, I, mean, I was on the playground and they were making fun of me. Like, come on, Lars, bruv. Like, I mean, uh, I think that they thought it was going to be like the Mick Foley, you know, interviews that he did with JR back in the day where people got inside of Lars Sullivan. No. Terrible, awful delivery, awful content. Um, really was. Uh, yeah, but regardless of that, uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm not fussed. I feel like I'm on a real negative streak here. I'm not fussed if I see him again. Um, but yeah, if I, he, I, I, I like to think that people can grow and and get better. So I'd like to give him every chance and and hope that you know he's going to improve because after that first lot of accusations, then his this, you know, I think it was a personal trainer or a nutritionist or something like that. Instructor. Yeah, something like that. It was like a trainer of some sort. And then he sent her really provocative stuff as well. We just like, come on, man. Anyway, um, he'll learn. I hope he learns. There you go. That's all I've really got to say on the, the freak show uh, right there. Anyway, let's talk about TLC this Sunday, Lou. We've got some, uh, you know, we do have some 
uh, ultra chats to get back to but this is a good juncture halfway through to ask you guys to give us some more uh, we would love to dive into some stuff um i've already ranted about goldberg on twitter today so i don't know if you need me to do it again here i hope not but if you pay for it it can happen uh anything you guys want to discuss or want to get into let's do it until then i think we should get into the tlc card which for my money lou the top end of it is fairly predictable but not to the point where I'm like, I don't want to see it. I'm still really excited to see the top matches on that card. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I think I even said, uh, we, we had a discussion, probably you shutting me down at some point, uh, a couple of a couple of episodes ago, where I said I was, I was really excited for it. It was a hot show. The top two world title matches are fantastic, will be genuinely brilliant. Um, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton in the Flyer Fight Inferno match, which could be interesting. Maybe it's cinematic, which could be quite cool. Fire sort of is has been a key pro- uh, component of their story, so it's not like a gimmick for a gimmick's sake. It makes sense. Um, Carmella and Sasha Banks actually had a very very good match until the DQ part of it. There you go. There's that. There's that hand up again. Um, just while you mentioned the fiend around the Orton, I just wanted to interject and say that Alexa Bliss has addressed why she's been off TV recently. For anybody mm-hmm. watching this show right now that doesn't know, she'd actually prior already booked off holiday uh, way in advance earlier this year. She'd already gotten a couple of weeks away from WWE. I believe she's aware of her fiance if Instagram is anything to go by. Um, so yeah, that's why Alexa Bliss is not part of the story at the moment. It's just because it was something that was already sorted out a long time ago. Um, I'm pretty shocked the WWE actually stood by their word and let her have a holiday because normally that's like <laughs> forbidden if you if you listen to a JR podcast, that is. Um, but fair play to her. Anyway, continue, Louis. Yeah, so Carmella and Sasha Banks had a had a great, great back and forth on SmackDown, so that could be cool. Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Asuka and TBSF. That was TBD slash Charlotte Flair, because it's definitely going to be Charlotte Flair. Um, that's just speculation on my part. Uh, New Day and Hurt Business, really good. If I had any complaints about their matches on Raw, it would be that they were hurt by commercial breaks. So not seeing that on pay-per-view could be cool. And it's a six-match card, which is thumbs up from me. Uh, probably a few more matches added, maybe on SmackDown tonight, Sami Zayn and uh, Big E, or um, maybe some random thing on the pre-show that makes no sense, but they're just going to put in there, like Liv Morgan versus Billy Kay. Maybe. Who knows? I'll, I'll uh, it's our job. We haven't got a choice. Um, <laughs> but no, it, I'm I'm actually really excited for the pay per view. I think it'll be really good fun. It's 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 a probably a very good show to end the year. Top matches are going to be great. We'll probably open with one of the TLC matches and close with the other. Great stuff. Great. I'm looking forward to it. Should we do some predictions now? Yeah. Let me just give some brief thoughts um, on that card too. Like I, like I said, the top two matches. That you know, okay, so you got AJ Styles challenging Drew McIntyre. It's a never seen before match for one, so you know that that you know that's exciting in prospect. I think Omos and and how he factors into this is going to be super interesting. Um, he's very very green, so you know it's very difficult to say how much he can or can't do, or you would want him to do um, to you know ruin any kind of illusions that you want to keep. But 
I do think Drew finishes the year as champion. So AJ is just a great rival to give to him right now. And AJ's the kind of guy who can lose and it won't matter. Uh, I also think when you put Roman Reigns with Kevin Owens, that's another kind of masterstroke of like, let's give him a good opponent to get mm-hmm. Roman to the next place. Kevin Owens is a guy who can get red hot like that in any role and it can make the feud interesting. It's going to be great. Like those are two world title matches that I'm bang up for. Um, the women's tag, Uptown Avondale says, look at the poker face on Alex. He knows it's Charlotte, but he won't give it away. I couldn't possibly say Uptown. I couldn't. Um, but you'll have to tune in on Sunday. I have told Louis and SB3 what I've heard. We will reveal the screenshots next week, only if I'm right. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be like it never happened. Um, so, yeah, it's... I, I'm interested, though. Like from what I've heard for this match and what it would mean moving forward, I'm very interested. So uh, the more the better on that one. And, yeah, uh, again, you, Louis just said it, moving up and down the card, there's some decent stuff to be had pretty much in every match. So I am excited for TLC. I love a good gimmick match as much as I hate how gimmick pay-per-views are just slotted in around the calendar year. That is some stupid rubbish that they do that. Um, it ruins the organic nature of feuds. I wish it was more like early 2000s where you could get anything at any time. And then you, yeah, I hate it. I hate it. The way they do TLC and Hell in a Cell, the way they do it. It's a bugbear of mine. Having said that, I am looking forward to Sunday. So, Lou, do you want to get and run through the card and we'll make some predictions? Let's do it. So we'll probably work back to front uh, from what I see here on Wikipedia. That kind so, of um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty dog. <laughs> um, moving on. So uh, New Day versus Hurt Business for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Hurt Business. I'm just thinking, who? What other teams are there like to feud with coming out of it? And I can't think of any. Oh yeah, that's the same for both teams, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, all right. So are there like more heel teams they could feud with? Like, what other teams have been picking up wins on uh, WWE TV? You, you could uh, get into Sheamus and Drew. If I don't know if they're going to do that, but you could put them in the picture quick, you know, briefly, a bit like they did with Jericho and Rock all them years ago, and Michael Cena, and they've you know done it with a ton of guys. Um, you could do that. Um, I think, I just think the Hurt Business, because for me, out of everything going on here, Cedric Alexander is the one whose stock has risen the most. He's uh, on the ascendancy. And I feel like the Hurt Business, no pun intended, it, like, obviously it hurts them eventually to you know, to have all these shots. You've got to give it to them at some point. And it won't hurt the New Day. What are they? Eight time champs? More, what is it? It is eight, isn't it? It's like, maybe more. Anyway. They've won the title so many times, it don't matter. I just I think the Hurt Business are due a run. And uh yeah, it's a pretty good time to give it to him. Yeah, I you you've convinced me. You've you've turned me around on that. So I'm also 
gonna go for the hurt business. Uh, Sasha Banks and Carmella. Banks. Um, yeah. I, I do think the, the reason I took the the inhale uh, is not because I doubt Banks. It's just oh, poor Carmella. Like, I, I think if you get, it's going to be some crappy finish. Which is I'm dreading already because in WWE's weird mind they're going to be like, well, you know, we need to protect Carmella because she's just come back, repackaged and reinvigorated and whatever. And if she loses, then it just kills the momentum dead pretty much. Uh, but at the same time, Sasha Banks needs to keep defending and going strong. WWE love to put themselves in these positions; they love it. Um, so I don't, I don't think it's a wise idea to re-debut a character and have them go after a champion you're not going to dethrone anytime soon so for me I, I do think banks wins but i would suspect there's going to be a dodgy finish so i'm going to play devil's advocate for a moment here you know you know i love doing that yeah. um so Brody lee came into aw had five matches the majority of them nothing matches really and then he faced john moxley and lost uh, in, in his first world title match um I don't think that hurt Brody Lee at all. It was a great match. I think it can be done where someone comes in, has a great match, and look, gets over in defeat. And I think you could do this with, with Sasha Banks and Carmella. I think Carmella could take Banks right to the level and have Banks retain. I don't think there is anything wrong with booking the match. I just think WWE doesn't do that finish enough and will more than likely do a crappy like her wine waiter or Somalia, I think it's called, might accidentally cost her or yeah. something, and then she'll berate him or smash a bottle over his head or something like that. I, I could see that happening. Um, also, maybe uh, Bianca Belair and Bailey could get involved setting up a four-way for Rumble. That could be cool. Um, yeah. But we'll see. I, I do think that Sasha Banks walks out as champion, though. Not often you get like a multi-person, particularly over a, a triple threat at the Rumble, just because the people in the question are normally in the Rumble. Um, Very true. I, Especially I, if a lot of people are saying Belair might win, maybe. But, I mean, we've seen people be in matches, especially like the opening match. If it's the opening match on a card, they can still then go later on and be part of another match. So it's not the end of the world, but I do understand what you mean. Yeah. Uh, Upton Avondale says, as long as Louis agrees with Alice... Alice. Alex likes him. Uh, Rum will be a connoisseur for sure. Uh, look, I, I that's pretty much the rule for anyone. It's not just Louis. <laughs> yeah, that's just the way of life, I'm afraid. Uh, let's keep it moving, Louis. Where else are we on the card? So now we are at Nia Jax and Shayna Vaisler, Vaisler, Vaisler versus Asuka and Blank. Old Vaisler. Um, let me just, uh, I, I'm not going to say too much in this match, but um, how can I say it? Uh, I'm just going to say Oscar and her partner are going to win. That's it. I'm going to say the same thing. Oscar and her partner are going to win. I'll stop you digging there and move on. Um, next, we've got Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton in the Firefly Inferno match. I'm going to go for Bray Wyatt because it seems like his sort of gimmick, like a Firefly thing. I don't see him losing in one of those and yeah, I think that could be another very good match if it's done cinematically. Yeah, I think I think you're probably right as well. Like it lends itself to Bray Wyatt and the Fiend, and of course what happened on Raw. Um, also, I was talking about this the other day with Simon Miller. It's 
Like, shouldn't this whole feud be designed for the for Bray Wyatt and the Fiend to win? Like, not only is he the babyface, Randy Orton burnt down his house. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but he, for one of a better term, his house, Randy Orton, to the ground, right? And then they tag. Like, so this is obviously that they had already tagged together and stuff. Randy screwed him over, and then Randy took his world title at WrestleMania. Randy has got everything out of Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt has got nothing out of this feud historically. So really, this should be like the ultimate redemption for The Fiend, uh, for Bray Wyatt. Uh, I just don't, I think it's the first chapter of their story, which leads me to think, hmm, maybe it will be Orton and it carries on. But I don't know. I, I, I would rudely go against The Fiend because I do think WWE have probably learned their lesson a little bit and thinking, are we going to book The Fiend to take too many losses? But then Alexa Bliss isn't there, so there's a way around it as well if they want it to be. There's a lot going on. But I'm interested to see how it goes. If I have to make one pick, Fiend. Me too. And um, guys, get all of your for the, uh, for the um, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Asuka and Blank match. Write in the comments who you think the blank will be. And after we've done the predictions, we'll go through a few of them and uh, have a look. I'm already seeing a few in, but uh, let us know who you think blank will be. And we'll we'll have a look through. But uh, moving up the card, we've now got Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles, which do you think will main event? Or do you think it will be Kevin Owens and uh, Roman Reigns? And uh, what result have you got uh, coming out of this one? Roman will main event. I think that's yeah. that's, a no, that's a no-brainer. WWE love him. And uh, it's going to be both champions retaining. I know I've elaborated on this a little bit um, when we were running down the card in the first instance. I just, uh, I, I just, I mean, Roman isn't dropping a title anytime soon. He's really not. I, would, I, I mean, he probably won't even drop it in Mania. And for Drew, I think what you said earlier is true as well. He's only just won it back. I don't think there's a need to then hotshot it to AJ Styles as well, unless they had some overarching plans for AJ Styles. Now, I will give people a little snippet, a tiny, tiny snippet of my interview with AJ today uh, that is going to be dropping over the weekend. Now, I told Louis a lot before we came on here, and it is, I would say, my best interview this year. He, AJ Styles was in the mood to talk. Um, and I mean, I know Alex won't want to, will be wanting to promote this interview, but... From what he told me was said, it looks like I'm going to have a field day going through it and getting new stories out of it. Mm. So uh, it looks like there was a lot coming out of this. So I think when he obviously drops that on Twitter, which you can follow him. No, that one. There it is. Exactly. Over there. Um, You follow him on Twitter. So when he drops that, um, you can check it out. But uh, go on. Give, give, Give us a little tease. It's going to, yeah, it'll be on, uh, I'll be on talksport.com over the weekend and into next week. But um, yeah, AJ was saying, I said, if you win the title Sunday or whatever, and you move on to WrestleMania, who do you want? And his first answer was Edge. And I was thinking, hmm, I don't think you're going to get that just because of Randy Orton. But then, you know, you'd imagine AJ might know who he's going to face by now. But then he told me, and you might be surprised, that he's been picking up the phone to try and get Triple H. Triple H is who AJ Styles would like if he can't get Edge. He says 
He's been calling Triple H the same way he called The Undertaker and convinced him to face him. So it's very good the way the explanation he gives as to why he wants these matches and stuff are very, very good. And I will drop them in the next couple of days. Um, but very interesting that he would want those two guys. So we'll have to see. I could buy Triple H and AJ Styles at WrestleMania. I could buy it. Yeah, me too. Um, but so yeah, I think we're both going for AJ Styles. Oh, sorry for for Drew McIntyre. Also, I know I know we I know we always bring up bloody Uptown Avondale. I don't know how I come to you so much. Uh, Edge did wreck his shoulder. Yes, he did at the Royal Rumble. Although AJ Styles has admitted that that was actually his fault in the yeah. in, term, in terms of he tried to make it look good with like a big a big bump, elaborate bump. Yeah. It wasn't good. Um, look going through the comments, looking at people, what they've said for the match for the um. For the uh, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Asuka and Blank match, we've got it's Charlotte from Matthew Mikofsky. Uh Bo Hill says Asuka's going to win them solo. Adam Pearson, good friend of the show, has said Lana is going to be Lana's replacement, which I could see happening. Or Kyrie saying, oh, which would be cool. My heart wants Kyrie. It really does. I mean, it's not, uh, but my heart Asuka, does want it. Yeah, Asuka and a partner, uh, uh, Chelsea Green from the Rev Heads. Wow, the, the, the fastest healing wrist of all time. That would be impressive, but I don't it think would. based on uh, based even on Cena. science, <laughs> even John Cena couldn't make it back. I don't think. Um, next, we've got it's Io Shirai. That could be cool. I don't think we'll see it from again Adam Pearson. Uh, Alex, is it Tessa? He won't. Obviously, Alex won't say if it is or it isn't. But um, uh, interesting, interesting choice. Possible, possible, possible. could be. Um, what else have we got here? Yeah, Shirai Lana from Michael Cole, the, the Michael sure. Cole, the Michael Cole, yes, M Mercedes Martinez from Adam Southfield. That could be cool. Wow, yeah. Um, Mandy Rose, mm, the yeah. rock. <laughs> I hope so. That's what they, they's on talking smack tonight to set it up, I'm sure. If it's Eva Marie, then I quit wrestling. <laughs> um, yeah. Asuka and Becky's baby. Oh, Matthew and Esma. Uh, Asuka and Vince. <laughs> Asuka's mystery partner is going to be Santini Morella. Santina. Santina. Uh, Asuka and Ripley. Asuka Ooh. and Mop. <laughs> Did no, hang on. Mop, Moppy died. Uh, didn't, didn't Moppy get thrown in a uh, what's the thing? Yeah, you know, the wood chipper. It did come back. It could come back. Yeah, it's Stephanie McMahon. She created women's wrestling. Uh, could be Melina or Lana or even Marie. Uh, the mystery partner is the Undertaker. See, <laughs> there are a lot of good options here. Um, mystery partner. I don't care who it is. Not Mandy or Dana or Lana. <laughs> Stephanie, but yeah, there are some funny options here. Uh, can you give away if the option has been mentioned? Can you go that far? Uh, I'd rather keep people guessing. Keep people guessing. Okay. Fair enough. Um, oh, this is an interesting shout from Matthew McCoskey. It's going to be a shock all. Asuka and Shayna are surprising the soul. They're going to team up and face Nia like a Ted DiBiase, Cody Rhodes, and Bob Holly. Bob yeah, Holly? yeah. Bob. yeah. Randy Orton. They, um, 
The uh, what you say? He said this yesterday on the show. He actually ultra chatted it, I believe. Um, and yeah, it was very good. I, we said it at the time, love that idea. I would love to see that play out. Oh, yeah, exactly that. Oscar and Shayna, man, if that's how you get me there, then absolutely take me there. While we're on Matthew McCoskey, let's go to the Ultra Chats, Lou, to, to uh, get to the dying embers of the show. And Matthew McCoskey has a hot take for us. And he says, fancy booking day. Oh, dear. Um, draft eight men. Eight. Eight women, four tag teams. The catch is Alex can pick from Raw and NXT. Louis can pick from SmackDown and AEW only. How does Louis get those two? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go. Kind of short end of the stick have you given me here? Uh, next week, I might make a tournament. Also, Louis, can you make Bang Brains match? What? Also, Louis can make a Bang Brains match if he picks correctly. Enjoy this. From AEW and SmackDown, there's a lot of Bang Brains matches options. Sure. There are. So go on, are, then. That's the thing. Let, Let's do it. Let, let's oh, do this. So we'll, um, we'll, take, we'll take two minutes. Oh, 30 seconds, however long. Um, okay. Okay. This is very easy. Um, right. I've won. I'm basically just going to... I'm telling right, you, I've won. My, my women... I'm going to try and write this on my phone so I can remember. I've got. I'm, I'm going to have um, Charlotte Flair. She's on Raw, right? Um, Oscar, Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm. Uh, how many have I got? Your fault for not. Oh God, um, Charlotte, Io, and. Rhea and Oscar. Oh, I'd have Shayna Baszler as well, actually. Surprise, surprise. Nia Jax has not made the cut. Um, Tony as well. I'm going to take Casey Catanzaro. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I don't even care. She's amazing. Um, God, I don't even know who's, who's on Raw. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Got six women. Um, I've won. I'm just telling you, you might as well quit. <laughs> I probably should. My women's division will beat yours, though. Mm, but yeah, probably. Yeah, so de that, definitely. That that's it, though. That is my mm. only hope. Um, so, I mean, my men's division, right? Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn. Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, John Moxley, well, and Chris. Well, hang on, wasn't it you that once upon a time made the shout that Raw was deeper than SmackDown? It was. We, and now look how the shoes on the other foot, and you've turned. Hang on. You're I fickle. Team. Like Daniel Bryan right. says, you're fickle, Louis. My tag teams, I've taken none from SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> well, not even the Usos. Come on. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. I'm going to change that. Because I just now. don't see them as a tag team anymore. Because obviously, Jay's doing some great single stuff. So I've got Bucks, FTR, Lucha Bros, and the Usos. Christ. And then women, uh, Sasha, Bailey, Bianca, Natalia, Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, Serena Deeb, and Hikaru Shida. Oh. 
Can I have Becky Lynch? Yeah, I'll tell you what. You're going to lose anyway, so I'll let you have Becky Lynch. She was on Raw before she went, so there you go. I'm having Becky Lynch. She's no, Well, my women's division was going to win anyway, but I'm having yeah. Um God, I haven't even done the rest yet. So what have I got to do? Eight men from Raw, Drew, Randy, Adam Cole. Um... Seamus, put, put Seamus in there. Yeah. <laughs> Let me come back to that. Uh, AJ, obviously. Um, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, Finn Balor, actually. Finn Balor's in there. Um, one, two. So I've got Drew, Randy, Adam Cole, AJ Styles, Finn Balor. I'll tell you what, it's, it's closer than you think. You still Let me want. say, Canal3641, uh, uh, I said, you're the tag team partner for... Asker, and that's why you're not saying anything. Listen, I can bump and feed, brother. <laughs> Get me in there. I'll do a great comeback. I'll tell you. Uh, I'll say it. Uh, this going to see a dog tomorrow is code for flying out to uh, the Tropicana field. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Corporate hospitality and all that. Um, mm. So I feel like I should be getting more from NXT here. Uh, I don't know about Champa. Gargano. Gargano, Gargano actually you could do a load of great matches with him. Um, who else we got? We've got Keith Lee. We're going Pat McAfee. <sighs> Come on now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Keith Lee was my seventh. And why am I at such a loss? Oh, The Fiend. Bray Wyatt. There you go. A lot of stuff you can do with Bray. Um, and then my tag teams, I mean, the Undisputed Era, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, can I? <laughs> no, I've already got, I've already got Drew and Seamus in another capacity. Um, God, what tag teams are there anymore? <laughs> who, who, who is it? Young veterans will be straight on there for me. Yeah, yeah, they are actually. Oh, we've got to pick four. Yeah, you could take Fish and O'Reilly. Feel Fish and Strong. It's going to be New Day and Her Business. That's all i got, really. Um, Undisputed, oh, that's a good tag division, just those four, though. Undisputed Era, Grizzled Young Vets, New Day and Her Business. Unfortunately, it's just not FDR, Young Bucks and the fucking Usos. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're really loving uh, the swear today. Jesus. I know, I know. Goes the end of the week. Um... Well, my women's division wins, but my men and my tag lose. So there you go. Two to one, Louis wins. Let's call that. Love, I love these ultra chats from Matthew. I do yeah. like them. I, I made out I didn't. I would have had much more fun if you'd given me Louis's side <laughs> because I'm a I'm a huge proponent of SmackDown. But there you have it. Anyway, we've got one more. Oh, bloody hell, we've got three more. Uh, <laughs> ultra chats coming in. Um, so let's get through these. Uh, Matty says, the hot Scott. Hey, Alex, loving the hat. Thank you, brother. Hey, Louis. Uh, I'm just back from Costco. Okay, uh, hence why I'm so late. <laughs> Just want to say thanks for a great week of wrestling daily. It's been fun. Look forward to SmackDown tonight. Looking forward to next week. I've got a great four-way impression. That's what we like, mate. You've delivered on those impressions thus far. You have not let us down. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Louis, you need to get off the board. You need to, you need to get a win. I know. On that note, should we talk about the schedule for next week? Clue people in on when we're I did to... talk about it yesterday, but I'm happy to revisit it again, Louis. Feel free to enlighten the people. 
Yeah, so Monday, obviously, we're having a special show at 9.30 UK time for TLC after Alex's show on Talk Sport 2, Talk Wrestling. Uh, we've then got uh, Tuesday is going to be SP3 and Alex, uh, obviously talking about Raw, maybe with a little debate sprinkled in there. Who knows? Although it might be might might be a reactionary Raw, so there might be a lot of news to talk about. And then Wednesday's show is going to be Alex and Steph Chase uh, talking about the news, some hot takes, uh, the final show before Christmas. And then we will be back, if I'm not mistaken, on the Tuesday. So Tuesday, the 29th. And then mm. the following day on the 30th for the... Mega show. Yeah, the special end of year show. So um, you've got another five shows of the week for, uh, of, of the year before we wrap up. But yeah, the, that'll be the, the schedule for next week and the week after with obviously Christmas and New Year. We don't, as much as we love wrestling daily, and believe me, we do. The one like th- we're not going to be doing one next Friday for Christmas Day. I can, uh, I, I can, I can make that one very clear. But no, we'll we'll look forward to uh, chatting with you all for those shows that we are doing over the next couple of weeks. Absolutely, and that moves us on to Canal Three Six Four One. Random question, but what did you prefer watching Newcastle the last three seasons? <laughs> <laughs> or Raw the last three years. Louis, as a Liverpool fan, you can't answer this. FYI, I'm a Man United fan, so it's not been a bed of roses for me either. I mean, I'd rather be you than me, for sure. Um, as you can, and as you'd you are, all rather be me. You are right. It is. I can never know which way angle I need to go. There's the Newcastle tattoo. Um, it's yeah. There's Louis' uh, stock. See, it's not quite the same commitment, is it? <laughs> Sorry, until t- two years ago, I couldn't even get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm your dad, and I wouldn't let you get one. Um, no, yeah. I, 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 I was actually relatively inspired by the business we did this summer. Jamal Lewis uh, was a good addition. Callum Wilson, we got pace in the team. We got some ingenuity. It's a massive upgrade from what we've had, um, and. We've won back-to-back games before we got crushed by Leeds. <laughs> so, you know, mid-table obscurity is a nice place for Newcastle at the moment. We, 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 for me, finally, the signings... Go on, I can't actually see that. Top of the league. I, I never look that high. Um, I, for, for me, like, we're actually heading in the right direction because we're making signings that actually make sense moving forward as opposed to £40 million on Jalinton who is terrible, um, you know, and uh, St. Maximin is actually my hero. So there you go. Uh, it's not all doom and gloom. What's been worse? Probably Newcastle. I mean, Raw at least has some bright spots. Um, Newcastle just literally meanders. For me, so, it's not a question. <laughs> Get, Raw <laughs> been so much worse. The last three years, for me, have been fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anfield. Love it. God damn it. Um, enough. Carol Wands, here she is. Uh, hi, Alex and Louis. I actually had withdrawal from being late today. Of course oh. you did. Of course you did. Uh, Louis, you did really well on Quizzlemania. You almost won. Next time, I'm cheering you on. Oh, there you go, Louis. You've won a fan over. You made me a believer. I won't doubt you again. See, Alex, I'm not a heel. Have a good weekend. Elite good. Eggs, uh, Carol, you are a lovely, lovely woman, uh, a lovely part 
of the Wrestling Daily fabric. And Louis, how does it feel to win a fan over? As much as I'd love to win, uh, as I'm very happy to win Carol over, I would have rather won Quizlemania. Uh, it was it was close. But you but take Emperor, solace. You take solace I, in gaining a new fan. Yeah, it's it's a consolation prize. But I'm uh, listen. I'm if I had to lose to anyone, I'm happy it's Tempest, so I can save some face. And I was winning for a pretty substantial period of the show, and then it got to a tag team round, and I was paired with Ollie and Pete, and then it all just went. I am um, Tempest has knowledge that is insane, freakish. So yeah, um, I can I can think of worse people to lose to. I just want to say before we finish up, um, it just reminded me when I got asked a WWE slash Newcastle question. Do you remember when there was rumours Vince was going to buy Newcastle? Do you remember this? Yeah, like it was, out, year, no? it was about three years ago when oh, I was working. It was earlier than that. No, I think it was the one that long ago. I was working at Gimme Sport, I'm pretty sure, at the time. And, uh, yeah, it was like Vince wants to have, like, a hub in the UK and he's going to buy Newcastle. I was like, my Lord, could you actually imagine? Um, the, the t- you actually <laughs> broke that story, just wishful thinking. It was actually a dream. <laughs> I planted it, yeah. Yeah. It was a dream you had that, like, l- listen, let me speak this into existence and see if it happens. I don't know. Um, if I would want, if that would be what I wished into existence, uh, Ishan says, "Why did Alex ask Louis to leave the Olive Authority?" I've seen you ask this already on this chat. I, what what is this rumor, Louis? What is this? Have so, you made up lies uh, on Quizlemania? They asked me, um, "Are you part of the Olive Authority anymore?" And I said, "No," because Alex hated me doing all of the uh, gimmicks on Wrestling Daily. He said it was a proper news show. And he, he he wasn't he wasn't happy with it, which isn't untrue. No, it is true. I didn't ask you to leave though. I just said don't uh, bring don't bring your goddamn storylines onto my show. No, but I am a man that I'm I'm a hundred percent or I'm zero percent. I'm not going to half-ass being part of the authority. So when I knew you weren't happy with it, uh, as a as a uh, loyal colleague of mine and someone I spend a lot of time with, I had to uh, realize that uh, it was it was a better decision for me to continue with wrestling daily as opposed to. Uh, be part of the early authority. I'm not going to get up to Avondale up again just because I get him up like seven times a show because his comments are so good. But <laughs> he's just called SP3, <laughs> Silly Putty 3. And it popped me good. It really did. We were debating what uh, his initials meant yesterday. Uh, if you have any other ones for SP3, guys, keep them coming because I really do enjoy them. Uh, I also sent Louis um, SP3. So he's already sent me a Christmas gift. And oh, oh, what is this running? Oh, do we want him? What do you mean we? You already said you left. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Should we create our own faction? The Elite Good Eggs? Yeah, I feel like we already have that faction. We're like, you know, like Retribution when they have... Uh, you can join that, yeah. You know, when Retribution have all of those mystery members that start running around. I feel that's what we got. So what's your Retribution name? Sean's can be Spunk. Um, mine can be specs. Yours can be scoops. Fertile. <laughs> I mean, you know, I thought that's the road we were going down. Apparently not. Anyway, guys, I look at the time. We've gone over, Lou. That's what we've done. Um, so thank you so much. To- so Dave Meltzer was asked on Twitter, 
what's the difference between a four-star match and a five-star match? What What was his answer? Oh God. Um, I hoped he trolled himself and said something about the Tokyo Dome. He just had one star. <laughs> I like that. I like that very much. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm into it. Uh, yeah. I, Dave's had a hard time lately, so I'm hoping the best for him. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not nice at this time of year. So we wish him all the best. And anyone else having a difficult time at this time of year with everything going on, we all hope you're safe and well, and you will enjoy your Christmas, which of course is next week and yeah so thank you so much for joining us again louis has already told you to schedule you're going to see the man to my right uh, i hope it's on your right on the screen uh on monday and then you're going to get sp3 on tuesday and steph on wednesday so please do join us next week uh thank you so much for having another week of the wrestling daily in your lives remember do all that good stuff of subscribing notifications on all of that good jazz to support us please keep it up because we love and appreciate it Oh, so much. So once again, from myself and from the human prodigy, the kid, 